So in this episode, I want to talk to you about identity and, um, you know, just feeling a little bit lost and not really knowing who you are and what the point is, etc. You know, like having interests or something or not really feeling like you resonate with your family or whatever. You know, there's lots of different reasons why you might be feeling a little bit discombobulated. Um, so one of them I want to look at is identity. So, um... Yeah, so you know how people have lived before us and, you know, there's been the medieval era, Victorian era, Romans, you know, all of that, all that history, right? There's, um, we are, we are descendants of those, right? So in our body, we have, oh, what was that? Someone just flew at me. We have, um, well, they're relatives, essentially. We have DNA inside of us that belong to these people, right? So it's about knowing your lineage, and things can jump a generation. You know, you look at eye colour. So my mum has brown eyes. My dad has, like, greeny-brown hazel. Uh, my sister has hazel. And then I've got bluey-green. Like, where the hell are they come from? I'm going to check my birth certificate. But it's like... No, it does. Things like that miss a generation. So, um, you know, if you've got eye colour that misses a generation, you also see things like height and things like that, where it's like, oh, you've got your grandparents, you know, ears or something, you know? So things do miss generations, but ultimately you have a lot of cells, memory, and just things like that laying dormant inside you. And what I'm noticing at the moment and I'll, I'll be a little bit weird in a minute, so brace yourselves. I am very weird, but I am very selective of what I tell people because it's just weird. But anyway, there's there's a big thing at the moment where, you know, people are getting, like, they're getting itchy feet and they are, like, getting an urge to do something and they don't, can't figure out why and they don't know, you know, what, you know, why they're like that or what they need to do, but they just feel very dissatisfied in their life. So I said, this is the weird thing, I said years and years, years ago to my hippie friend, right? I said to her, because you know, obviously I'll know all the psychics and things, and I said to her, you watch The Rise of the Witches. I says, it's coming. There's two things that are coming. There's One of them is gonna be The Rise of the Witches, and I won't say the other thing yet, because it kind of depends on, on what happens next. You know, obviously think I need the first thing to happen first. And um, so the witches are in an interesting one. Um, it will be in your bloodline again. Um, you know, there was a lot of people that did it. A lot of people knew nature and there's different types of witches, right? So again, people now are like, oh, I'm a witch. I'm a high priestess, I'm an empress. You see it all over social media. But it's it's a bit, in, on one hand, it's a bit rude because it's like, well, show me what you can do then but they can't do anything because they're not tapping into it. They're not tapping into their powers, right? So I'm a psychic, right? Which means I can tell what's coming. I can see things come in years in advance. I can also speak to people who have crossed over. So that's a psychic medium. The difference between a psychic is a psychic medium is they talk to the other side. Psychics, they just get a sense, right? But I've picked mine out. I've um, developed mine, you know? 
people, you know, I'm very aware that that people aren't right. So they feel it. They they feel that there's a power inside them, but they don't quite know how 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 to bring it out, right? So like I said, right, about the Vikings and you know the nomads and the um, uh, gosh, uh, God, what am I? How have I managed to forget this? Because this is where I lean. So it's Christians and the pagans. That's it. So I definitely lean in that camp. But it's like, you know, you have pagans in you, you have Christians in you, you you know, Knights Templar, there's all this in the history, right? Like, it's so cool when you start to see it. Now, people can do the family tree, and there's a big demand for it at the moment. And this is what I'm saying. We're getting to this point where we want to know our history. We want to know what we're capable of. We kind of feel like a bit like we're dumped in this 21st century that's becoming a bit techy, but we're losing ourselves and we kind of want to go, no, actually, who am I? Who am I? So there's this big question, right? And it's funny because I, I saw a client that she was a new client and I saw her literally last month. And the minute I saw her, I said, you've got Viking blood. And she said, no, I haven't. I said, you have. I can tell from a fucking mile off. I said, you do your lineage, ask where your family's from. So anyway, she did it, got back to me. She said, you're never going to believe this. And I thought, oh, I have to act shocked, right? So I was like, no, what? And she was like, I've got Viking blood. And I says, I told you. I says, look, you're very passionate. Now, the Vikings, of course, you know, they bought, well, some of them bought Christianity and, you know, very determined and passionate about that and, you know, got rid of the pagans as such. You know, I mean, I'm not a massive, you know, Viking historian by any stretch of the imagination, but I do know bits. And, um, you know, it's important to know who you are. So then I was able to tell her, I was like, this is where your bloody temper comes from. You know, so I took her down this rabbit hole of finding herself. And she said, you know what, Katie? She said, I used to feel really embarrassed by myself and I couldn't figure out why I operated the way that I did. And then I was able to liberate her. So her characteristics, her um, behaviours, remember they skip generations, you know? Her parents were very placid. The minute I saw her, I was like, fucking hell, she's like bloody Viking in and out, you know? So these things, they lay dormant. I know, like, I'm the only musical one in my family, but apparently my great-grandma, she used to just sit at a piano and be able to play it. Well, that's what I do. I just sit at a piano drums guitar anything I can just pick it up and start playing something I have no idea why and um, but it misses that that's two generations you know so my first my first piece of advice is like let's be open to it let's be open to suggestion because this is how the universe works right you want to know something you're open to suggestion how do you think I get my information it's part suggestion but mostly messages but it is suggestion so you want to be open so you want to say look I'm open guide me what are you drawn to right Uh, what am I attracted to Um, and you'll see it so if I give you an example right Um, I was like always umming and ahhing where I sat on the religious scale because obviously I grew up in a Christian household but then there was this kind of you know pagan-ish vibe coming through because of the crystals and the cards and the reiki that took place and you know all of that 
So I was a bit between a rock and a hard place, to be honest. I mean, ironically, those two things didn't really go hand in hand, but um, my upbringing, they were very inclusive. And, um, you know, obviously I got the Welsh side as well, but I never really thought about it. So I was just, I don't really know where I sit. And then get this, this is how it works. So then I move, um, move place to live, right? So I've got this new place. I won't say where, because that'll defeat the object of fucking moving. <laughs> but it's like, so I move and the place that I live, um, one of the streets nearby is called Viking something, right? So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I've never lived by or near or on a Viking something, whether it's Viking Street, close, whatever, I'm not going to say. And then I was like, oh, that's weird. So it kind of stood out for me for, I don't know why, but it just did. I get heat from things, right? So I'm looking at this sign and I'm like, that's important. I know it is. It's got a vibe to it, right? So then anyway, I'm kind of at home a lot at the moment because I'm just resting and healing because I've had a bit of a disastrous year. So I'm on the old Netflix and I, I just keep seeing this Viking series and I think, oh, Vikings really aren't my thing, you know, I'm not from Sweden and or Greenland or whatever. So anyway, I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'll watch it anyway. I'm not going to lie, the lead character, she's really fit, so she caught my eye. So I was watching it and then obviously they're talking about pagans in there. So I was like, oh, hang on a minute, it's this pagan thing again. So then I started looking into it, and the more I looked into it, I was like, yep, that is definitely where I sit. Like, 1,000%, 1,000%. So, that's what I mean, the environment, whatever itching little question you have, you'll be led, things will stand out, you know. Things, just be gentle enough and soft enough with yourself, so that when you do see a sign, you recognise it as a sign. You know, sometimes um, I get, names like I see a name everywhere and then poof they book in with me for a reading and I know they're going to be important in some weird way you know so yeah things stand out things stand out so you know it's all about identifying yourself and understanding who you are away from your you know close family you know you could be some you know uh you know, delayed something from a couple of generations ago. I don't think that was the right word, but you know what I mean? You can be, you know, it's important to see what you resonate with. Some people resonate with Vikings. Some people resonate with Knights Templar. Some people resonate with the Middle East, you know, and you, and you'd be like, mm, I think you're a bit of a bloodline. I think that's your bloodline, you know? And once you start to study it and understand it a bit more, you start to understand yourself. And I had this, um, had this other client, and I looked at him and I said, oh, you're like, you've got the high cheekbones of a Mongolian, but I don't know, I want to say South American Indian, to be honest. And he said, oh, that's weird, because our family is South American Indian. And he just kept getting, like, he never grew up in it, like his parents were very, you know, Americanized. Uh, but he, it, like, kept buying jewellery and, you know, and he looked a bit, you know, South American Indian, but his parents didn't, you know? And he said, that's so weird, you spotted that. I know, it, it freaks me out when people say, oh, how did you know that? Oh, that freaks me out. It's like, you do know what I do, right? But anyway, the amount of times I have to fake ass going, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, so interestingly enough for him, that passion, that identity that 
clan missed a few generations and popped out with him, you know? You see it with people in the family who are like really good at art and things. No one in the family draws, but they'll remember this, you know, you know, like, I don't know, Aunt Bethel or something, you know, from three generations ago was really good at art and a painter. You know, you see things like that. Um, but that's where you want to start first, is to see what you're drawn to and addicted to. And, and, you know, your soul is thirsty. Your soul wants to know more about itself and who it is. And it wants to look for that thumbprint. You know, it's part of the human condition is to keep exploring who we are. What can we do? I mean, this is why people, I mean, I don't have, I have no idea why they do this, but this is why people climb Kilimanjaro, Mount Everest, because they want to know what they can do. You know, they want to know what they're capable of. I mean, save yourself a fucking mountain and just sit there and just feel it out, you know. But, you know, if you do feel witchy, I mean, I've done my whole, um, I know my past lives and stuff, yeah, and uh, it's funny, so get this for weird, right, so my past lives, I don't know if you believe in this or not, but anyway, I was a witch in every single one, and then um, someone told me recently, she said, oh, in this lifetime, because obviously I hang around with these people, she said, in this lifetime, you decided to be known for your gifts rather than killed for them and that is so weird she said that because do you know why is because just before i launched with all of this stuff i said i had this feeling and it was like a knowing like a voice in my head that said it's time it's time to get out there and i remember thinking well how is everyone else doing it and everyone was on the instagram hiding behind a camera and a deck of cards and i was like uh-uh, i'm gonna put my face on it because I also wanted to be customer service orientated and I also wanted to be accountable, you know? And so, yeah, I did it. And then she said that and I was like, you took the words out of my mouth and I didn't tell her. She didn't know what I did either. She didn't know anything about me. She just told me that. And I was like, yep. So you see, people will channel as well and people will tell you who they are. You know, why do you think people come to me? They look, they're looking for answers. They're looking for validation. They want me to say something about them that they need to hear to, to liberate them and set them free from this, you know, toxic mind of that they're useless and small and they're depressed and they don't know why they're like they are. Half the time it's in your numbers, you know. So, I mean, I'm a number nine, which means, you know, I, uh, I'm all about I have to give all the time and help people. If I can't do that, I feel utterly crap. So number nines are like that. They have to open doors, have to... They don't like being centre of attention, and I really got a problem with that. Um, but they love to help people. So that in its own right will bring attention to itself. And number nines also... Um, they feel very bogged down by jewellery and things. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, I wouldn't mind a watch, but I have a feeling it would get on my nerves, you know? but all the other numbers so what I'm talking about is life numbers so if you google uh, life number life um, life path number like numerology so numerology life path number um, number fives they are very scattered so they have to visit here there and everywhere um, and they can't hold their attention so in this life you see we would be like oh you're so ADHD and start medicating them but actually there's nothing fucking wrong with them they're just a number five you know 
so yeah it's interesting you've got to put all these pieces together you know because when you're in alignment and when you're resonating with who you truly are like I've never been happier since I gave away an organ and um, I can do this to help people never been happier because I'm in alignment with who I am with my number but also I'm channeling that witchy side but you know what's really interesting as well a friend of mine so she didn't know I was psychic and her mum didn't know I, I was psychic and her mum you know I don't know what language she spoke she said something a little bit and she's like Katie and I was like oh well, that's about me then so I said what does she say and she said she's saying that you're witchy she said you're witchy and I was like uh, she's from like South America right and I said all oh, right yeah um so you see what I mean you see what I mean you don't have to advertise this shit people know people know but it, so how do you get it how do you get the gifts coming through and stuff well, that's a different story, right? So I'll have to either do another podcast or just teach you one-to-one -one because that is powerful stuff. To get the gifts, to get the uh, the knowledge and stuff, you know. Because, you know, oh, I don't want to say the word, but spells, because it's a bit of a dirty word. But, you know, you have to know your shit. You really do. So it annoys me, really, really annoys me when I see people on Instagram and shit going, oh, I'm a witch. And it's like, fuck off. Like, you know, you know, it's, um, you can't just claim it. You've got to earn it. You've got to, you can't just take the title. And I think this is what the social media just promotes, doesn't it? It's just fake. You can be anything. But, no, you've got to know your stuff, you know. You can't just shuffle cards. I see people on this social media. I can see from a mile off that they are fake. And they wear all the stuff bands around their head you know crystals dangling from their neck and they're wearing it all and they look like harry potter's thrown up all over them and they're shuffling cards and they're charging you 120 dollars for a reading and i think oh my god and i can see that they have absolutely no power at all you know your own you do you know your own you can see them from a mile off and some people i see i think god you've got it you've got something there and they can be healers as well, you know. Some, I know this. I know this one lady, and she she reminds me of Snow White. Wherever she goes, the animals follow her. You can't go for a walk with this lady. You can't. She comes with animals, and it's just they follow her around. I mean, they don't. It's not like single file like ducklings, you know. It's nothing like that. But it's they they're around her. They're around. She's got like Snow White. She's a healer. She's a witchy you know nature likes her and she can spot from a mile off she sits there and she goes oh weather's gonna change in about half an hour to 45 minutes massive thunderstorm you didn't even see it coming you were like but it's boiling how is that gonna happen babes and then and it rains yeah so it's incredible so sit there it's really important to know your identity you know because it just helps you know yourself and feel really secure and then once you start doing that then you can start being proud of it and people can start identifying you as someone. You feel something, you feel worthy, you know. So see what you're attracted to. A lot of kids do this, you know, with past life stuff. They'll start drawing out things and you think, what the hell's that? Because they're convinced of it. Yeah, it's mad. It's really mad, you know, but it's a very beautiful thing so I always think look back you know even the Egyptian era sometimes you can look at people and go you've got a bit of Egyptian in you 
you know, we're talking hundreds of years, but it, it's still in your DNA. You know, it's still in you. You've got that DNA. You know, like I've said before about epigenetics, you know, like you can change your nervous system, you know, and you can um, absorb a nervous system. Like, I think I told you this, you know, I've got a habit of deleting shit, I know that. But it's like, um, you know, your, your granny might have just started getting really nervous because of the bombs in World War II, so then she, her body would change in nervous disposition. And then she has kids, you see, and then all of a sudden anxiety's in the family for no reason other than your granny was affected by World War II, you know? But before that, anxiety didn't exist in the family. You see, things mutate all the time. But your soul will have lived fucking lives beforehand. 1,000% it would have lived lives beforehand. So who are you? What an exciting journey to go on. How fucking cool is that? You know, like the Eskimos, South American Indians, the Mayans. Who are you? Let's figure it out. You know, all that traveling and that pillaging. You know, how cool, you know? But yeah, people are people are wanting to know who they are. You know, it's anything from diet as well. You can, you can grow up in a family of meat eaters and all of a sudden you're like, no, nah, I want sushi. It's like, what? You know, there's, there's something in you which is craving to come out and be identified and be seen. Because that's where your power is, you see. I mean, my witchy story, people have asked me about it. I don't know, do you want me to tell you about it? What is the thing? I don't mind. I'll tell you a bit about it. There you go, let's meet halfway. So, um, yeah, I've obviously had gifts since I was a kid. I mean, yeah, as long as I can remember. I recently did an interview for an Australian magazine. I was describing all this, right? And um, I always had a feeling that they wanted me to be out there. And it goes back to this in this lifetime you know, I have to be seen for it and not killed for it, you know, as the Christians want to kill me off. But anyway, and I was very against it because the safety factor of it, the timing, at the time I was like, no, what's the point? And three, I was just like, what happens if I get it wrong? Like there was no faith in myself whatsoever with this stuff, even though I was spot on. Um, so yeah, so I was, um, yeah, I was a bit unsure, a bit insecure. There was no one really before me kind of doing it on social media, you know. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of it. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm in an iron about it. And what I noticed, like, get this for freaky, because I do get asked, do I get scared a bit? I don't know, but I did back then. And um, I just kept getting this real pull. Like, you've got to go, sorry, we're going to skip the on. Um yeah, you've got to go online with it. And I was thinking, I don't want to. So anyway, I was up one night, get this for freaky. I was up one night and um, don't judge me on it because I've had a few opinions on this, but I, I get it, I get it. And I was up all night and I was couldn't sleep. So I thought, fuck this, I'm going to watch a film. And it was like 2 a.m. So I believe it was the witching hour, 2 a.m., like sat in my bedroom chair just watching a film legs up on the bed wider awake I was absolutely wide awake and I hear three knocks on my bedroom door clear as day you know like someone was knocking on your front door but it was on my bedroom door three now when it's three it's communication and I thought nah that panicked me I was like what the hell 
And I was like, no way. And I'd, I kept encountering, because the house was haunted, I kept encountering these weird little things. And my flatmates at the time kept texting me going, you know what, Katie, I fell asleep on the sofa today and I felt like someone was watching me. And I was like, oh, cool. Because I didn't say anything because I just didn't want to really freak them out, you know. We had rent to pay. <laughs> and I was like, what? Don't get spooked. So I'm going to tell you in a nice way. So please don't listen to this and get spooked, okay? Because it is just spirit. It's just spirit. And I knew it was nice and I knew it was harm harmful, um, harmless. God, get that word right. And um, another thing was whenever, whenever I had a shower, the shower would go ice cold. And I would say to my flatmates, I am fucking livid. Every time I have a shower, it would go ice cold. And they said, that's so weird, because it doesn't frost. And I said, oh, maybe it's not plumbing then. I said, maybe it's the time of day that I'm going, because I always got the first one in, because I was up early. I said, no, that, you know, I'll go in the afternoon instead. So they would have a shower in the morning, no cold air, um, no cold water. And I'm thinking, man, are you serious? So I'd leave it and then I'd go in after. Every time I had a shower, it went cold, ice cold. And I was thinking, what? So it didn't have any pattern to it. But what the only pattern it did have was every time I had a shower, it went ice cold. So we couldn't figure it out. So what ended up happening was the spirit was prodding me. It was taunting me, teasing me. You've got to do it. We're not going to leave you alone until we get out there. That's what it, that's what it was saying, you know. And it was, you know, at the time I was very uncomfortable with it. I was like, do you mind? That's a bit intrusive, isn't it? You know, like, uh, what's with the lack of negotiation? But that's the things I was starting to encounter. I was like, God, they're driving me mad. But then when I started to really practice it, I said, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. It's fine. So I started really researching it and really threw my life into it and really started to study it. And then the cold showers went, the knocking on the door didn't happen again. And my life became a lot easier. And I was like, oh, you were trying to tell me and push me into this point of agitation to the point where I gave in, right? And now look how many people I'm helping because I'm bringing them closer to themselves, but I'm bringing a lot of information to people and healing as well, you know, people are very heartbroken and you know devastated with what's going on and they're out of control with depression and anxiety so yeah it was a bit freaky but that's what was happening and so there's they're the signs i mean mine were totally obvious it was like bullying to be honest but i get it i don't i was ignoring everything else so spirit was like mm, okay well we'll make you listen then you know and you know you can tell if it's good or bad it's like with people you can tell if they're good or bad there's nothing to be frightened of right but honestly if you want to get involved with who you are and understand who you are look for the signs see what they're trying to tell you you've got loved ones there trying to talk to you see what they want to say you know if you've got a loved one who has passed over it's really important to in include them in conversations you know um, so whenever I meet someone and, you know, they're, you know, they've had someone pass over, I'll always ask, you know, would you like me to, you know, talk about them like they're here, you know, and, and that's where the messages can come through, you see, a lot easier. Yeah, you'll find yourself getting so comfortable with inviting them in the conversation, that you'll end up talking about things and you think, oh, where's that come from? It's them talking through you. Yeah, really interesting. So look, don't worry about anything, like... 
you've got a whole team on the spirit world. You know, mine are little dickheads for like scaring the shit out of me and giving me cold showers. But yeah, yeah, we've had the chat. They won't do it again. You know, but look, you've got a whole, whole team waiting to help you out, waiting to guide you a little bit and waiting to be of, of service. And they want you to exercise your passion, your identity. You know, if you're wondering why all of a sudden you're interested in, you know, I don't know, uh, a culture, and you think, well, it's not me, it's me, it's not my culture. You know, it might not be now, but it was. You know, it could be very much so, you know. So basically, the moral of the story is I don't want you to feel bad or like you're going through a midlife crisis or embarrassed because you seem to be obsessed by a culture and everyone's like, God, you got an identity crisis. No, not at all. In fact, quite the opposite. I'm actually channeling my identity. Yeah, go for it, man. You know, that's who you are. Find your power, find your talents. All that knowledge is hiding away, bubbling under the, all these cells. Get it out, man. Get it out. Anyway, on that note, I'm going to bed. It's late. Um, and I'd probably freak myself out now with a knocking on the door story, but we'll see. Anyway, I love you loads as always. If you need help with anything, just book a sesh, it's fine. <laughs>